Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. by the Appleseed Project, which is the sole project of the Revolutionary War Veterans Association. The Revolutionary War Veterans Association is dedicated to bringing you the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the United States today. And while doing that, we're going to talk to you about American history, American heritage, 
about the events of April 19, 1775, the day our nation was born. What the folks who stood in ranks did that day, why they did it, and what occurred during the course of that day, and what events that that day set in motion. Now, I realize that uh, that for a lot of folks, <clears throat> April 19, 1775, does not have uh, uh, doesn't have anything attached to it. You know, the date uh, does not. Uh, reveal any, uh, there are no connotations that uh, are revealed by the date to any to uh, to a good many people. I'm not going to say to anyone because I know for a fact there's almost 100,000 folks now who, who have a good idea about it <clears throat> because we told them. Uh, but for most folks, April 19th, 1775 doesn't ring a bell. Most folks understand uh, July 4th, 1776, as the date of uh, our Declaration of Independence, but uh, there was 14 months of events leading up to that, and April 19th, 1775, the date that set that in motion. And we're going to tell you about that. We're going to tell you why they, why they got to that point on that date and then give you a really in-depth rundown of the events of that date. And you're going to get this while you're being taught the absolute best fundamentals of rifle marksmanship program in the United States. <clears throat> and all for the least expensive uh, of any courses you'll run into like this. And nobody does it. Nobody does this type of uh, instruction anymore. We're the only folks that do it. <clears throat> so... If you're interested in learning how to safely and correctly uh, shoot your rifles, this is where you go to. Uh, and we are—we have really spent a lot of time uh, dedicating, dedicating ourselves to this niche, uh, and that includes teaching folks who have never handled a rifle before, teaching them the safe and correct way uh, to handle and shoot a firearm, and to take them, uh, in many cases, give them a good 20-year jump on what it would take them to learn to get to that point. Now, if you think that just because you're an experienced shooter that this is not for you, then think again, because we routinely get shooters who are high-power shooters or who are uh, military or uh, law enforcement uh, even folks that are uh, military snipers and SWAT, they come through the course, and one of the first things that, they're, that they will say, now they've got a long uh, shooting history behind them for the most part, but one of the first things that they'll tell you is that I wish I would have taken this course before I took the other courses. This is a course that gives you the fundamentals. Now, don't mistake fundamentals for basics either. You know, basics... Basics is the, the the general speech of uh, this is the end the bullet comes out and this is the end you hold against your body and uh, don't get them reversed. That's not what we're going to be teaching you. We're going to be teaching you this stuff that you're going to need regardless of where your shooting path is going to take you. You're going to have to know this stuff no matter where you shoot. If you're just going to shoot at tin cans or if you're going to uh, shoot for competition, this is the stuff that you'll have to have. 
And why not go somewhere where you can get it at the least expensive uh, price and with your history and heritage mixed in with it? So, and uh, let me tell you, too, that there are apple seed rifle marksmanship events going on every weekend of the year within a reasonable driving distance of you, and there is no reason that you shouldn't be looking, finding one, and then attending that event. Now, we're going to tell you how to do that in a minute, how to attend the, how to find the events and attend them. <clears throat> and then we're also going to talk tonight to, uh, to all of our members and other folks about the promotions aspect of Appleseed. And that is, I've told you guys before, there are millions of folks, literally millions. I'm not saying this in an abstract way. or uh, I'm saying there are literally, literally millions of folks who would like to attend an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship course. And we have hundreds of locations and thousands of instructors who would be more than willing to host them and instruct them. So why aren't the lines filled to capacity every weekend? And the answer is because the vast majority of Americans don't know that uh, the Alpha Project exists. How can that be? How can that be? How can they not know? And it's uh, it's really very easy that for them not to know and it's really fairly simple to correct that. There are a lot of ways we can go about correcting it. And listen, I've, I've been doing promotions for a long time, and one of the things that I've realized is that promotions isn't uh, some kind of uh, a voodoo practice. It's not. Uh, uh, it's not entirely difficult. Uh, it's actually fairly simple. But just like in building a house, uh, if you were to build a rock house or a brick house, building a house with rocks or bricks, it's not a really difficult job. You can look at it and you can see the thousands and thousands of uh, of laborers who are out there every day putting bricks up. They could do it. They learn how to do it real easy. A lot of them don't even have... Uh, uh, a third grade education, and you have to lay in those bricks uh, smartly and sharply. It's not a hard thing to learn. Promotions is it. But just like building the brick house, promotions is going to be the same way that you can't you can't start laying your bricks up at the ten brick high layer without getting one through nine down below it. So that's uh, some more of the stuff that we're going to talk about t- tonight. Uh, first off, let's tell you, I'll just give you a real easy way uh, to let folks know who we are and what we're doing, and that's by directing them to the home page. <clears throat> what I would suggest to each of you guys is to uh, make a an online trip, if you can. If not, make it down to your local uh, Kinko's or uh, uh, Staples. They uh, quite often will run specials on their business cards. Make sure that you have, that you bought you a brick of 500 business cards. And then you stick 20 or 25 at a time in your wallet. You can do that uh, real easy by just 
separating them into like uh, uh, one, two stacks of ten side by side. All right, most wallets can handle that. And that way, you're not always going to have a trifold on you. You're not always going to have uh, a flyer or anything else. And yet, you're going to need to put something in the hand of that person uh, while you're doing your uh, low-tech, high-yield method of uh, word of mouth. You're going to need to put something into their hand that can remind them of your discussion and direct them to the website for more information. All right, That's going to be the business card there. If you go online and go to Vistaprint, they run deals all the time. Five bucks for uh, 500 and It's hard to beat that because it doesn't have to be something big, uh, fancy, or anything else. All it has to be is a little square of paper uh, with the Appleseed Project on it and the website underneath it. That's all it needs to be. Now, if you want to go further, that's up to you. On mine, it has the Appleseed Project. It has uh, my name. It has the Appleseed Project website. It has my telephone number and uh, my cell number. And then if I want to write additional uh, information on there, I can. I can write uh, somebody else's number who's going to shoot boss some other event, or I can write my home number on it. Uh, anything I want to do, I can jot down that piece of that uh, card and hand it to them. But if I don't have that card... Yeah, you can tear off a corner of a newspaper, or you can uh, just take a scrap of paper and write it on that. But why would you do that? A business card, uh, automatically, it doesn't make you a professional. It just gives the information you're about to give someone a a semi-professional uh, quality to it. <clears throat> All right? So the first thing you do yeah, when you're going to direct somebody to the website, get yourself some business cards. Like I said, $5 at Vistaprint will usually get you about 500 Uh And uh, if you're a hard worker and you hand out 500 go back online and get you some more. Uh, I usually run through two boxes a year, uh, a 1,000 cards that I'll hand out over the course of the year. Now, some of those uh, I'll staple to trifolds, and those are the ones that I'm going to personally put in somebody's hand. Uh, but uh, the, the vast majority I'm putting in somebody else's hand. All right, and that's how you're going to direct them to the website by the very first method that we're going to talk about, which is the low-tech, high-yield method of word of mouth. Word of mouth is the most effective way we have of steering people towards the program. And why is that? Well, because traditionally it has always been the highest yield way of sending people to uh, some product or getting them to use uh, uh, some services, etc. And that's because word of mouth is you uh, telling someone about the program, and normally it's a uh, friend or family member. And because you are the quality person that you are, you are a highly trusted uh, and respected friend or family member, and that's all they need is your word that this is a good program, it's a relevant program. And uh, they'll take your word on it, 
and they will uh, take a look at the program and then attend the program without uh, much, if any, prior contact with information about the organization. And that's one of the reasons it's so effective is because it doesn't take uh, prior contact or association or information about the organization. It just takes you telling somebody about it because you're a good guy uh, or you're a good uh, lady and you're telling them that this is a good program and they're going to take your word for it and they're going to attend an Appleseed event. That is the most effective way we have by far. It looks like about uh, 500 uh, to 600% uh, over any other method, uh, it's usually five to five to five to a hundred times better than any other method we have than the closest method. <clears throat> so word of mouth is going to be your most efficient way to spread the word, and even then, you don't want to just rely on uh, on casually meeting somebody and spreading the word. Here's what you do. You get you a piece of paper, and you can do it right now while you're listening to me. You get you a piece of paper, and on that list of paper, there's usually, if it's line paper, there's usually about 20 lines. It should not be hard for you, uh, if you're an Appleseed instructor especially, it should not be hard for you to be able to fill in every line, uh, one name per line on that piece of paper, with uh, friends and family members, and... uh, and then just make the contact with each one of them. Give them a call. Send them an email. Uh, next time you're over having dinner, uh, you can talk to them about the program. And and sure, not everybody on your list is going to go. But that being said, don't cross them off before you say anything to them. Uh, time and time again, I've been surprised by the folks I was giving my elevator speech to, uh, even from friends and family members. I've been surprised uh, by their uh, by their desire to attend an event. Uh, I've been surprised by them not having a reluctance to listen to the message and then by saying they're going to attend it. Uh, like I said, these are friends, family members, my Kids, uh, second grade teacher. <clears throat> uh, you know, I I was speaking to her uh, one day after school while she was at door duty and waiting for the uh, kids to come out of class. And I said, "Look, I know that uh, shooting is probably not your thing, but nonetheless, I would like to invite you to attend a uh, an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event." I'll supply the uh, the rifle and the ammunition. You come and, and listen to the history. And if you don't like it, you can just walk away. And like I said, she surprised us by saying, well, that is great. And this is a woman that's, uh, she was a very prim and proper, very beautiful uh, teacher in her, uh, you know, she was in her older years. And uh, she surprised me by saying that would be great because I just got my AK and uh, I wanted to 
spend some time shooting it. Voila. Uh, I had no idea going into that conversation that that was going to happen. I would have bet you money that that wasn't going to be the outcome of that conversation. But it was. Don't immediately cross off people that you associate with because they may surprise you, all right? Put their name down there. Discuss it with them. If they if they give you the talk to the hand gesture, uh, so be it, all right? You're not going to get any wounds from that. You won't be getting any scarring. You won't be shot in the thigh with a 75 caliber ball that will break the bone, give you an infection, and cause you to have uh, the leg to be amputated uh, out in the field with no anesthetic, not by a doctor, but by the guy who usually shaves you. That's what those guys went through in order to maintain their freedom. So I think that you can certainly bear the brunt of a talk-to-the-hand situation uh, whenever you're giving your elevator speech to folks. So I implore you to make your list of uh, friends, family members, uh, folks that you come in contact with during the week, and this week, approach each one of them. All right, you're not going to have to do this over and over. I'm not going to ask you to do this every single week, right? Uh, there's, you can. There's only so many times you can ask your mom or your dad if they're going to go, and usually one is the uh, is the number of times that you ask him. At least uh, I wouldn't do that more than once a year. Uh, you could ask him again in six months or a year if they change their mind. But you're not going to have to do this over and over. You're going to do it one time. They're going to say yes or they're going to say no. And then you will either be uh, semi-disappointed or you will be elated when they say, you know, I've I've been thinking about that, but I was just waiting for you to ask me. All right? So uh, I'm asking you guys, and now I had to pause there because because I don't want to berate anyone, but at the same time, I know that there are thousands of you folks out there that that are not doing this. And it, it's, it's because of a, of a lot of different reasons. There are a lot of complex reasons for it. But none of them, none of your reasons, none of your excuses for not doing it are going to save the country. What is going to save the country is for you to override any of your uh, excuses or reasons and do it anyway. All right? Uh, the Many folks have a reluctance to give an elevator speech. Many folks have a reluctance uh, or a a desire not to be uh, uh, rejected, right? You don't want to ask somebody something that you think that they may possibly reject you on. Well, so be it. So what if they do reject you? What does it matter? All right? What does matter? Uh, what's going to be a hundred times better than that is the feeling you're going to get when they say yes. What's going to be a hundred times better than that is going to be the feeling you get when they come back a couple of months after and they brought somebody with them. Now you didn't just change one life. Now you're having an effect, uh, a far-reaching effect down the road. <clears throat> Overcome your reluctance. Make your list. Make the list of the... Uh, Friends, family, the folks you come in contact with, the UPS guy, the FedEx person, the mailman, uh, the doctor that you have an appointment with. Uh, I've had, uh, uh, I spoke to my doctor about it. I didn't think that he was going to come. Uh, 
Uh, he was a uh, an older Vietnamese immigrant. And I thought uh, that he's not going to want to come to shoot, or uh, you know, maybe he's uh, uh, maybe he's ex Vietnamese military. You know, I'm, uh, I figured there'd be something, but instead, you know what I got when I asked him? I got my own lecture given back to me. My own, or I heard my own lecture that he gave to other folks. He was giving the speech on how it's everyone's responsibility to ensure the freedoms and liberties of the nation that they're living in. Now, he's an immigrant, but he's taken full responsibility as an immigrant to support the freedoms and liberties of the nation that he immigrated to. Yeah, and he came. He was actually a pretty good shot. Don't uh, don't underestimate uh, or don't uh, prejudge who you think will come and who won't. Ask them, and then you get a definite yes, I mean a definite no if they're not going to come. If you get a maybe, that just means uh, they go on the list as uh, needs a little bit uh, more work. And uh, if they say yes, done deal. <clears throat> we have several thousand members uh, in the project now. And if we were to uh, let me take a quick look here and see what the uh, see what the current listing of members is. Just because I want to to uh, a lot of people are thinking, well, if I ask one person, they come. So what? What is that? That's one person. You know, we're looking for uh, a huge number this year. You know, we're looking for fifty thousand. How are we going to get that by me asking one person? And the answer is that you're not just one. Uh, person, you are uh, you're part of an organization that has eleven thousand five hundred twenty-seven members. All right, eleven thousand five hundred and twenty-seven members. And when you're part of a large organization, you sw- you can wield a large amount of power. And here's how it works: say that uh, all eleven thousand five hundred twenty-seven members said, you know what? You're right. I need to. I need to do something. I need to. I'll make a commitment. And I'm just. Oh, I, but all I'm going to say, I'm just going to. I'm going to get two people to go this year. That's all I'm going to do. Just two. All right. Don't ask any more of me. So they get those two people, and how many is that now? That's uh, twenty-three thousand attendees. Twenty-three thousand attendees. And even then. All right. If you're the eternal, uh, the uh, eternal pessimist, you may say, "Well, that's still only twenty-five thousand or twenty-three thousand. That's not fifty thousand." And you're right. But uh, guess what? Most of uh, the folks who attend come back the next month or the month after, and they bring somebody. All right. So let's say, uh, well, let's say one out of uh, uh, one out of four people bring somebody. And I believe the number is probably higher than that. But we'll say one out of four come back in a couple of months and they bring somebody. All right, now we're talking about uh, uh, it's gone from zero to 23,000 uh, to now it's running right around 30,000. All right? That's how it works. That's how you're putting the one brick on top of the other. That's why you saying... Even if I get one person or two people to attend, it's not going to not going to do anything. And the answer is you're wrong. 
All right, you're part of an organization, and that organization uh, wields a great amount of power. So don't underestimate the power of just bringing one or two, all right? Even if uh, uh, even if uh, only – we've got the 11,000 members – even if only uh, uh, one out of four, let's say, uh, uh, let's say, uh, let's say only uh, only half of those folks uh, brought one person. All right. <clears throat> so now you've got uh, now you've got uh, five thousand people that uh, are going to bring one more person with them. All right. Uh, that is still. Uh, and you're saying, well, what is that going to do? 5,000 people bring one person with them, getting one person to attend, rather. That's 5,000 attendees. Uh, that is the same as uh, as us slapping on uh, 150-person apple seeds. All right? <clears throat> 150 50-person apple seeds. Our membership has a great deal of power that they're not using. All right? Even if you've been to an apple seed, you don't want to go to one, uh, go to another one. You've already been to one. You say, well, you know, it was good, and I'm still a member there, but I don't need to go to another one. I shot the rifle and standards or whatever. All right, fine. You can still use your uh, your well-respected word of mouth to get a person to attend you could be one of those people that uh, next week that uh, put 150 person apple seeds on the books that's how easy it is all right so we have word of mouth and it is a very very powerful way to get uh, people to hear the message get them to attend and hear the message so get your piece of paper out Write down the names uh, of the people you're going to come in talk, contact to with this week and speak to each one of them. Mark their name off the list. If they say no, put a check mark, mark by them. If they say yes, and make sure they get everything they need uh, in order to make it easier for them to attend. And then keep checking back with them. If they say, yeah, you know what, I, I would like to go to an event, then when they do, you grease the skids, and you make it easy for them to go. You tell them when and where it's going to be. Uh, you make sure that they have all the equipment they need. Uh, once they've uh, decided on where they're going to go, talk to the shoot boss. Get him turn the the person that's going on going to the event over to the shoot boss. Get the shoot boss to shoot them an email or give them a phone call. Tell them them telling the person they're excited about them coming, and then move on to the next person. If the next person says, uh, well, I don't know, maybe, then uh, you can put a question mark by the name and then ask them, well, what's stopping you? What's standing between you and going to this event? All right? And maybe it's, well, I don't know, you know, I uh, I really need to get my car worked on this week. Well, what is it? Oh, I've got to I've got to rotate the tires, the two back tires, or I've got to uh, change the oil. Uh, listen, uh, I'll change the oil for someone if they want to go to uh, an Appleseed event. I'll be glad to. Uh, if there's something that you can do 
to personally smooth out the path for them to get from wherever they are to the event, think about doing that. Not only does it help your friend or neighbor, which you would be doing anyway, right, as an upstanding uh, citizen of the community, always trying to make yourself a better person, you'd be willing to help them anyway without there being the perk of you getting a person to attend an Appleseed event, right, because that's the kind of person you are, person who's willing to help person who's uh, constantly attempting to make their situation better and the situations of those around them better. All right, so if there's something you can do to help uh, grease the tracks, do it. Do it. And then put a check by their name, all right, and keep going down the list. And you may think, I only know know three people I can talk to. Are you kidding me? You only know three people. For that to be true, you would have to be... uh, an orphan, and you would have to have some type of severe psychological disorder which kept you in your home, which would preclude you being a member of the program anyway, right? So everybody knows more than three people. Everybody. And listen, if that comes, if it comes down to the dirt and you're willing to just to swear on somebody's grave that that's all you know, Let me ask you this. Have you asked those three people to go? Because if you haven't, then you've got an easy job. you only got three names you've got to figure out. All right. That's going to be the way that you you guys are going to put a big bulge uh, in the attendance this coming week. And it may take uh, it may take three weeks uh, to realize the full bulge, but uh, we need you guys to do that. All right. <clears throat> now, the uh, the next thing I want to talk to you about that is relatively free, easy, and simple, and where America lives right now is on the social media pages, all right? We've got the social media pages where everyone is in America is living. matter of fact, everybody spends more time on the social media now than they do anywhere else. That's how they're keeping track of all their friends, finding out what everybody's doing, finding out how uh, Cousin Billy's College is going, finding out how uh, Mom and Dad are, finding out how their friend's wedding went, uh, on and on. That's a place where it seems that that all of America and really all of the world too if you if you look you'll see people all over the world matter of fact on my Facebook page uh, I've got uh, a large number of folks from around the world mainly soldiers and security uh, operators and stuff like that but Greece uh Bulgaria Romania uh, the Soviet Union, uh, uh, India, you name it, uh, Argentina, Chile, Peru, uh, folks from all over the world. But mainly, these are folks in uh, living in America, from your next-door neighbor uh, to across at the other end of the country. And they're all living on their social media accounts. And most of you, I'm probably uh, not talking to very many people, 
who are uh, who are not already involved in uh, social media. But uh, here's what you do. It's very, very easy to do. You just go to, uh, uh, let's say you start with Facebook. And let me, first of all, let me explain why we're doing this. All right. Uh, Facebook is a way for folks, it was designed to be a way for folks to keep in contact with each other and, uh, and to find out what their friends were doing, et cetera. Now, I'm sure that the, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet about it, but I'm sure it was, it had, uh, Probably some less than wholesome uh, ideas for it to begin with, but what it's evolved into now is what uh, is what we're dealing with, and that is the way that folks uh, can keep in contact with each other and find out what each other are doing, what their friends and relatives are doing. <clears throat> now, what we're doing is we're getting uh, all of the folks. Uh, first of all, state by state, we'd like to have for each state to have up its state Appleseed page, all right? So you'd go to Facebook, and the uh, whoever is in charge of it, the state coordinator or, or whoever is running the state, would create the Facebook page for that state. And then all of the folks, uh, after they came on, if they started their own accounts, would connect to that page. And that way that uh, any time that, that anybody who has an account on Facebook, any time that they make any kind of a post or they write anything or they post a picture or anything like that. Any of the folks that do that that you're connected to, it shows up on your page. So if I put up something on my page that says, hey, I just went to an Appleseed event this weekend or I'm gearing up to go to an Appleseed uh, in Louisiana this coming weekend, anybody want to go for a ride with me? I post that on my page. All of the folks who are connected to me, right now I think it's about 300 or so, uh, it's going to show up on their page, right in the middle of their page, a picture of uh, me who made the post, and then a picture of uh, of whatever I posted on there, and then the, the uh, address, the attachment for the uh, information page for the event that I'm going to attend. It's all right there. And it went out to those 300 people. Now, other people who happen to read the people that are connected to me other people who read their pages will also see the information. <clears throat> so what this does, once we once we link ourselves up in a good, tight fashion, uh, then anytime uh, any one of the Appleseed folks puts out information, it will immediately go out to all of the Appleseed folks. Now, what that does is all of the Appleseed folks, like on my uh, Facebook account, I don't have just Appleseed friends. Uh, I've got uh, the, the majority of them of my true friends are Appleseed folks. But past that, there are lots of people who just, uh, they've read my page or they see that I'm friends with somebody else and they ask to become what is called a friend, and that's somebody who connects to your page, Uh and so they contact me and ask me if they can subscribe to my page. And I say yes. And that means that <clears throat> when I put something down on my page, it will go out not just to the Appleseed folks, it will go out to everybody. And then whenever uh, one of us posts something and 
and the rest of us, there there are ways within, and I'll be glad to talk to you more about this uh, in a more detailed account of Facebook and Twitter, etc. But there are easily ways to uh, to get the information highlighted and sent out to even more people. Now, say uh, all of the folks, uh, and you can do things like uh, send out a mass invite. Say I'm getting ready to go to that Louisiana shoot that I was telling you about, <clears throat> and uh, and I want to invite everybody who's listening or who's uh, subscribing to my account. It has a way for you to do that. It uh, you will click on the event section, put in what your what the event is going to be. Uh, see, it's going to be a Louisiana shoot on such and such day, and you hit send, and it sends out an invitation to every member of your uh, uh, Facebook friends group. And it has a way for them, too. They look at the invitation, and if they're interested in going, they can click on it and say, hey, uh, I, yeah, I'm going. I want to go. Send me some more information. Uh, so there are ways to use uh, the Facebook and Twitter accounts to get the information out at free. None of the Facebook stuff costs anything. And it's a great way uh, to keep track of the rest of the folks in Appleseed. Because like I said, once you link into the rest of the Appleseed uh, individuals, the members, the instructors, the Appleseed state pages, once you do that, then any time a, a, uh, somebody writes something or they post something on their page, it's going to be it's going to show up on your page. So it's a great way to maintain a uh, a good contact with the rest of the folks in your organization. All right, it doesn't cost anything, and even I can do it. I'm talking about me personally. Even I can set up a Facebook page. All right. Now I didn't set up the original one. Uh, actually, Kirk Wheeler set that up for me because I was grumbling about it. If you want me or anybody else to set you up a page and uh, I'll set you up a page or somebody will. We'll get somebody to help you. We'll turn you on to somebody in the organization that will be glad to uh, slap you together a page real quick and give you a quick tutorial on how to use it. Don't be afraid of uh, the technology or using it because it has a lot of great benefits. Uh, if you uh, if you were wondering how uh, one of the guys that you met at the boot camp in Missouri, if you're wondering how they're doing, uh, you can uh, you can see by going to their page. You can see how they're doing. Or if uh, if you were just thinking about uh, how, wondering how somebody else was doing, and you look on their page, there's an update from them. They're going to tell you what they're up to, what they're doing. So it's a great way for folks to stay. Uh, in contact with other individuals and with the events that are going on. It's also a good way to uh, ask for help. If you need some help uh, with something uh, Appleseed-related, you can post that on your page and it will go out to all of the people who are connected to with you. And now this this only works if you connect with the folks. So what we'll also do, I imagine, is put up a thread on promotions uh, on the forum uh, about how to... Uh, establish an account, and then how do you how to work it? How to connect with other accounts, etc. Because, as I said, even if you are uh, an internet technology Neanderthal, 
we can still get you going in, uh, really quick, all right? They've made these systems, most of the systems, very, very simple, very easy to navigate and get set up. The same thing with Twitter. Uh, I've been running a Twitter account with the radio show for, well, it must have been almost as long as the radio show, maybe maybe not quite as long, but close to it. I've got about 1,500 subscribers, people that uh, have connected to me on on Twitter. Same thing. When I get ready to do a radio show, I'll just pop in a quick uh, two or three sentences about it, and it goes out to 1,500 people's pages. All right? Not only that, but it will be the, the people who are looking at those pages too. Now, the thing about <clears throat> Twitter, the way that you can make it work uh, – even more and more for you is say that uh, uh, say that one of uh, the folks in uh, oh in California or something say they post on their page all right California is getting ready for the uh, the Corona 210 coming up and here's where you can get the information and it shows up on my page all right what I'll do is I'll hit a button that causes it to be reposted to all of my followers. All right, now, and usually we're not going to have all the same followers. We'll have a good many of them, but we're going to develop a lot of followers just for our own personal accounts. That means uh, the 1,500 people who are following me and the 1,500 people who are following the California account are not the same people. So the California account posts on their page, we're having an event at Corona on such and such date. They post it. It shows up on my page. I hit it and repost it. Now it goes to another 1,500 people. So that's 3,000 people with two clicks that the information went out to. Now imagine another 100 users like that. Uh, you can burn through over a million folks fairly quickly. That's why it's good. So uh, I can devote some more time to either one of these. The best thing is going to be for me to uh, to put a tutorial for this online, a click-by-click tutorial for the uh, operating systems that uh, most of you are using. And then you can follow the tutorial click-by-click, and then if you have any questions about it, you can contact me or any of the uh, IT folks, and I'm sure they'll be glad to help you set it up. All right, we'll be glad to help you set it up. And then uh, uh, I'm trying to figure out a way to get mass follows but I guess we can do that the same way like if uh, if you come on to uh, if you get in a Twitter account or a Facebook account and uh, when soon as you get one you look for uh, Michael Adam or uh, Appleseed uh, Appleseed Project Texas or the uh, Appleseed radio show as soon as you do that you post it to us and then we'll post uh, that you've just come on and we'll, uh, we'll put, that, put it out for the folks on any of our lines of communications to hook up with you. All right, that way you'll get uh, you'll get followers a lot more rapidly, and uh, and the more followers you get, the more you get. Uh, so I don't say that as uh, as a joke. What I'm saying it's just like uh, it's like falling. You know, like whenever you jump out of an airplane or you fall off a uh, uh, if you fall off a a cliff or something, you know, you're falling at a, a certain amount per second per second. It means that each second that you're falling at this rate, you're 
you're accelerating, all right? And that's what will happen to you when you start, uh, uh, when you get an account, you contact the folks that already have established accounts. We'll get the folks that are already following us from Appleseed to start following you, and then other additional folks will, all right? And, uh, And that will allow you to gain more and more folks who will be listening to what you say. So make sure that the things that you're saying are worth listening to. Uh, I remember when I first looked at the uh, Twitter and Facebook pages and I was reading about people talking about, uh, well, I'm walking my dog now, and now I'm washing my hair, and and now I'm watching uh, American Idol on TV. And my question always then was, why in the world do I care what you're doing? You think that your your life is that important that I'm going to care what you're doing? And that caused me not to to get involved with social media like when it first started. Well, it's it has grown since then. All right, the the people that I follow on Twitter, the folks that I follow on Facebook, that's not what they talk about. Like if I want to find out what's going on in the nation uh, really quick, I can do it in about ten minutes on my Twitter page because everybody who I'm linked to, uh, that's what they spend the time during the day doing. If they read a newspaper and they find something that uh, that is relevant to freedom, liberty, uh, they immediately make a copy of that and they plug it in to Twitter along with a uh, an address where I can see the same information. So not, not folks that are yelling, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. Take my word for it. It's folks that get on there and say, <clears throat> uh, sky apparently is falling, uh, New York Times reports this at this address. <clears throat> so I can use uh, the Twitter account to to take me rapidly to get information. And I can use it to rapidly spread information. And the more of us that there are working together on this, the better of an operating system it's going to be. So if, uh, if you will take some time, and a lot of you can do that right now while you're, while you're listening to the show. You can do it right now. You can go to the... Uh, either Twitter or Facebook.com, and register for an account. It only takes a few seconds, and Twitter doesn't require you to, uh, it doesn't require a lot of you. You register for your account, and it's not like you're going to be able to, uh, or that you're going to be required to write long speeches or anything else. They've got a little box that will hold 140 characters. That's what you're limited to. All right? And that's all you're going to have to read, 140 characters. But they'll also put in a, uh, a URL, an address in there too, and they won't subtract that from the uh, from the number of characters allowed. So, while you're listening to the show tonight, click one click over with your hand. I mean, it won't require anybody to do to make any movements other than with that one mouse hand. And uh, Google Twitter.com, and then I believe it's up in the right hand corner. It says register for an account. Do it. It'll take you just a few minutes to register for an account. When you do, uh, search for Appleseed Radio. When you find find Appleseed Radio, (coughs) click on follow, and then uh, when you do, it'll send me a message saying that you're following me. I will, uh, in return, follow you, and I will send the message out to everybody else everybody I have, 
to ask them to follow you too. All right? And then the more that you, uh, if you put out, uh, you spend two minutes a day, say you have an event coming up uh, in two weeks, uh, just take the time that day to write uh, Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Event coming up August 27, 2011 at, and then plug in the URL for the information page from the Appleseed uh, uh, information page. All right? That's all you got to do. Hit submit, bang, and it's out there. And uh, And once we're all hooked up, this will make a very large information sharing system. All right. Uh, I'm looking at the switchboard now just to see. I was afraid that maybe uh, some folks had called in and I wasn't paying attention to them. But usually the the call screener, uh, who is a uh, consummate professional, would have already yelled in my ear by now that uh, that I had callers waiting because that's what he usually does. Anyway, if you have some uh, some questions that you'd like to ask about promotions, about getting the word out about Appleseed, then give us a call at three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero three four seven three Zero eight eight seven nine zero. There we go. All right, and I just popped into the chat. If you have some questions about uh, promotions, getting started in your area, if you have some questions about, uh, uh, I beat the call screener. Usually I can't. Usually I don't have time to say it and get the numbers typed out because he usually beats me on anything that has to do with typing. Uh, all right, if you have any questions about promotions and uh any questions about uh, what I just talked about, which is the Facebook accounts or the Twitter accounts, then call in. Call in, get them on the air. Maybe somebody else has the same questions as you, and your call will help get their questions answered too. I'll be glad to answer the ones I can. If there's some that I can't, we can pop it in the chat. We've got a great uh, group of uh, folks, instructors and other uh, folks in the chat room who can also answer it for you. And uh, if not, uh, I will find out what the answer is and I'll get it to you. <clears throat> All right, then if you have any other questions about promotions in your area, how to get started, what to uh, what to do from the ground level on up, then give us a call, 347-308-8790. And... Uh, the call screener will let me know that uh, that you have a call, that we have a call, and uh, and we'll get your call on the air. Uh, this is your chance to to ask any questions you have and get them answered immediately. All right, and uh, uh, and Mudcat, you didn't have to hang up. I think you got afraid that I was going to get that I'm getting ready to uh, uh, to to call on him, or maybe you just got bumped. The Blog Talk uh, uh, switchboard is notorious for bumping folks. Anyway, if you've got some questions, don't hesitate to call in with them. And we'll be glad to answer them. All right. What we've already talked about now is the uh, the low tech high yield method of word of mouth. 
you're going to make your list, you're going to take a piece of paper, you're going to write down the folks that you're going to come into contact this week, and you're going to make a determined effort to speak with them. And I don't mean hammer them or threaten them or anything else. All I mean is you're going to say, you're going to mention it to them along with uh, giving them some form of written information on it, whether that's a business card that I talked to you guys, too, about going and getting from uh, from wherever, Vistaprint for $5 for 500 or wherever you want to go. If you want to make your own, if you want to take uh, some pieces of paper, you can do that. It doesn't look as professional as a business card, but at least something you can put in somebody's hands or a trifold, something. All right, you're going to do that uh, during the course of this week. You're going to uh, go through the list of folks that you normally come into contact with, and you're going to have some extra information on you for folks that you uh, that you just happen to meet. All right. <clears throat> You're going to get uh, the folks are going to they'll either go because they want to go and they didn't know about it, or they'll say no. If they say no, no problem. Move on to the next person. If they say yes, then direct them to the website, direct them to the uh, to the forum, and we'll get them scheduled for uh, for an event. All right, let's pop in with a question. Uh, Panda, you said you had a uh, question. Yeah, I'm trying to um, put the word out in my local area, and I've got a couple of um, radio uh, personalities that are interested in interviewing someone, and I've only been to a couple of Appleseed events myself, so I don't feel comfortable um, explaining the whole concept to a radio audience, and I was wondering, where can I go to, to find someone that, is more eloquent that could give well, what's the your area? What is your uh, where, where in the in the United States are you? Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Let me ask the chat people. The guys in the chat there, uh, who is the uh, who is the rep that's fairly close to Kansas City that can talk about uh, uh, apple seed there? That would also be uh, any of the. Uh, uh, the Missouri crews, uh, and stuff like that. Uh, listen, if you, anytime you, you, uh, if you need somebody, if you need somebody to spur them in, we've got several folks who would be glad to do it. If, uh, let's see, Buzz says Greg in Missouri. Now, is Greg a, uh, okay, i got two two folks saying that, Greg in Missouri. All right, do you know I- Greg? I have um, emailed Greg and Restless uh, on the forum, and I haven't heard back from them um, yet. Um, but I do have something, in an email into both of them. But I'd just like to, if I could get a phone number of somebody. Um, well, you listen, know, you, can give me, you can give me a call, and uh, uh, and I will kind of cement you in place. And then I'll start working on getting somebody else because uh, uh, the uh, because I'm actually working with a group of folks right now that that's exactly what we're doing. So there's a whole group of folks I can I can put you in touch with. Uh, are you on the chat room right now? Um, no. You're just on the phone. Well, it doesn't matter. Here, let me just give you my regular my my phone because I've given it to everybody in the United States. It's uh, area code two five four. Mhm. Two one seven, 
1325. That's my cell phone. So don't, don't call me now because I'm not on I'm not on it. But right. Well, let me run this back again. Two five four two one seven one three two five. That's it. That's it. Okay. So give me a call uh, uh, sometime tomorrow, and uh, and by that time I'll already have uh, somebody in place that I can hook you up with. The uh, the majority of folks were. Uh, we're listing Greg. So if I can get a hold of Greg, I'll do that. If not, uh, we've got a lot of other folks there. And then <clears throat> uh, and then the old God has put out uh, some words of wisdom here that are really good. And, I, and think about this for a minute, Panda, because uh, you're not having any trouble speaking to me. So that means that you can you you can get your uh, your voice uh, across a speaking device like a telephone and stuff and be understood. The uh, old guide's advice was you don't need to explain the program. Just tell your individual story about your experience with Appleseed, which is a good place to start. And mm-hmm. uh, and what I would uh, my advice would be this: if you got the folks that are ready to do the uh, the uh, radio interview, then what we'll do is we can get it set up so that uh, even if we don't get somebody who's local there, we'll get you and the other person. Uh, on the air at the same time if we can, and that way you can tell your story about it, and then if they need additional information from something else, then you can have somebody uh, somebody there ready to provide the additional information. How does that sound? Yeah, that, that, I, that's what I would feel most comfortable with. Um, I've also got um, PSAs, public service announcements, ready to um, send to my local um, newspapers to let people who may not have internet access um, see it that it's coming down the pike and maybe this is something that they'd like to do um, I, I try to to keep um, the brochures or not brochures but the, but the flyer in my vehicle and you know if I run into somebody wh- when I'm out I, I just hand them this and I said, you know, you, you need to come. I've enjoyed it. Um, my husband passed away without being able to um, teach the children and I how to use his guns and so forth. And this has been an invaluable service to my kids and I. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because whenever you came to an event, did you have any uh, prior shooting experience? Baby guns. TV guns. All right. Well, that's pretty good. That's something. But when you came to the Appleseed event, and I'm, and I'm sure a lot of people have this, uh, they may have this same concern, and that is that if they're uh, if they're a, a person, and and a lot of times it's women and and children, that don't have any prior experience, that if they go to some type of an event, that it's going to be way above their heads, and that it's going to be uh, that they're going to get treated. Uh, as uh, dummies because they don't know uh, they don't know everything there is to know about shooting. And was that your experience at uh, the Appleseed? Basically, yeah. Um, you know, I, I didn't know how to. I didn't know how to flip the safety on. I didn't know what the different parts were called, and I still don't feel comfortable with all the different parts. My 16-year-old daughter is better at this than I am. But, you know, that it, 
it's really great that I can be there and and show her and, and learn at the same time um, all this. I, I'm I'm just encouraging anybody that even shows the least little bit of interest. I, I've invited all my homeschool friends, you know, anybody that I run into, people I work with, just anybody. I, I'm so enamored in getting the word out that this is an excellent organization uh, that families need to get involved with. Right, and a while ago what I was really trying to do, I was kind of setting you up uh... – uh, to give the punchline to my story, but but I don't think that I, I, I did it in a very clear way. What I was saying was a lot of people that are worried that when they come to an event that they're going to be treated like dummies and stuff like that because they don't know anything or that the instruction is going to be above their heads. But that's oh, not no. what you experienced at the Appleseed, right? Oh, no. Everybody's willing to, to pitch in and, and um, you know, if, I, if I've got a jam, I don't know how to clear it. Um, you know, I, I I don't know up from down when when I first brought the uh, gun out to the range, and they were just more than willing to to help us out. Right, and now you do, right? Now you can uh, you can safely and uh, proficiently uh, take your rifle in a safe fashion and mm-hmm. get it loaded, get a magazine in, get your sights on the target, and put a round in the target, right? Yes, yes. There you go. Uh, I, I'm surprised. I, you know, I don't have rifleman status, but we're, we're working on it. And I think it's um, a fun way of of uh, learning because of it, it's not threatening. You know, there's other right. women it, it, out there. The the women um, shoot um, the red hats that are out there. Yeah, the women instructors, and we have. Uh, Young adults who are teaching, and we're not going to we're not going to make you do push-ups. We're not going to make you do sit-ups. We're not going to put you in high-stress threat situations and and do force-on-force uh, combat stuff. We're going to sit you down. We're going to tell you in a uh, in a very clear and easily to understand fashion what the fundamentals are, how you can safely uh, sight your rifle in, how you make the shot, how you make the shot according to a uh, a not a new thing that we made up, but how you can make the shot according to 500 years of uh, previous uh, firearms experience that have proven it to be the correct method. And while you're doing that, we're also going to in- entertain you by telling you stories about our American history, our American heritage, of the folks who stood together on April 19, 1775. So it's got something uh, for everyone. And and Appleseed is a semi-fast-paced course, and a lot of people have compared it to drinking from a water hose. But you made it uh, through uh, safely, right? Right. The first and- time we went, we've been three times. The first weekend we went, um, we only stayed for the Saturday because it was an Easter weekend. Um, but we've gone to both days um, the other times and um, re- really found it very enjoyable, and um, I've got two young kids that, uh, um, 12 and 16, you know, that that are learning about this, that they know, you know, which end is up and how to strip down a rifle now and and clean it and, and how to 
be respectful of the instrument in their hands. Right. And let me put out uh, another little bit of information because uh, uh, Kirby is one of uh, our instructors and IT guys. He's one of the Texas instructors. And uh, he just put some information out on the, the forum for me to, I mean, on the chat. And uh, so let me bring this in because it's relevant right now. Is that uh, that if you are a uh, a female and you would like to learn uh, how to safely and, uh, and uh, proficiently handle your firearms, your rifle, then we've gone a step further. And uh, if you are if you are hesitant to come to an event because you don't want to be standing on the line next to a bunch of sweaty guys. Who you who you think might be laughing at you, and it just doesn't happen at apple seeds anyway. But if that's something that you may be apprehensive about, listen, we've got we've got the thing for you. We have uh, lady seeds now. That's where we have mm-hmm. the women's only events. We've got uh, we'll put together events across the nation where ladies could come and they can learn to shoot uh, in a group of other ladies. They don't have to uh, you don't have to put up with uh, uh, with any of the stuff that they think might be happening. Uh, with a bunch of guys there. We've got one coming up fairly close to you, which is uh, Bowling Green. Mm-hmm. Right? Do you know That's, if, uh, if do you know if uh, the women can bring children with them? Because uh, uh, being oh, a single mom, I don't have the ability to to bring my daughter along and leave my son at home. Oh no 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 no! The kids any any time the kids uh, can come along with the uh, the ladies to the events. That's fine. Okay. Even if they're even if they're male kids, it doesn't matter. We just don't. We just usually don't open it up to male shooters, just because we want to give the females a chance to uh, uh, to not just to learn to shoot with other uh, ladies, but also to uh, to socialize at the same time. You're there with a bunch of other women, and you can uh, you can begin to develop uh, uh, you know uh, friendships, social connections. Uh, with the other ladies here. You don't have to worry about uh, saying, well, I'm going to go to this event. It's going to be me, one girl, and uh, 25 guys. And how's that? That's not that's not making me feel good. Well, you don't have to do that. It can be you and 25 other ladies. You can all uh, uh, you can all attend the event. Now, it's not that we're, we're not, and it's, don't think that it's going to get dumbed down because usually these are taught by ladies. And listen, uh if you're if you want to go to an event and you're lazy, then uh, don't go to a ladies' event because uh, our ladies uh, are all uh, extreme professionals and uh, they're going to uh, push you just as hard as any of the men ever would. But at the same time, don't ever worry about getting left behind because we don't leave folks behind. We don't uh, we don't talk down to them. We don't condescend. Uh, we make sure that everybody has is understanding the instruction before we move on to the next uh, course of instruction. Same thing for the ladies. We just got uh, uh, and and the standards are no different for the ladies than the men. It's just that you don't have to uh, be involved with the guys. So we've got uh, a Bowling Green, Missouri event that is on uh, September 10th. So if you want to grab some of your friends and head to that one, that will be September 10th, Bowling Green, Missouri. And uh, if any of you guys, if any of the rest of you folks are interested uh, in ladies-only events, let me just give you a quick uh, rundown of them here. We've got uh, this coming weekend, 
uh, Glen Helen, California, Lodi, Wisconsin. Those are both on the 27th. On September 10th is Bowling Green, Missouri. Uh, September 24th is Rama, Colorado. Uh, October 1st is uh, Liebam, Washington. October 15th, Fredericksburg, Texas. Uh, November 26th, Glen Helen, California. So if any of you uh, ladies out there would like to attend an event and uh, and you'd like to do it in the social uh, women's only uh, setting, then those are the events for you. If you want to find out more about it, you can go to uh, Appleseed, uh, rwva.org. That's the easiest one to remember, rwva.org. That's our homepage. On the homepage, you'll see a list of tabs across the top. If you look at the second one from the left, you'll, it'll say Appleseed. If you'll click on that or put your cursor on that, you'll get a drop-down menu. Uh, on the drop-down menu, select Schedule, and that'll take you to the Schedule of Events. Now, it'll take you to a page that has a picture of the United States on it, a map of the United States. Now, you can either click on the state where you'd like to attend, or you can look in the text above. Embedded in the text above it is a link that will take you uh, to all the events across the United States, which may be helpful if you're in uh, some other uh, – because it will show states that are right across the border from you. If you're near any of the borders, then uh, there may be a an event going on right across the state border from you that's actually closer than one in your own state. So don't uh, don't forget to look at the listing of events uh, all across the United States. <clears throat> uh, all right, so you have my – phone number now, uh, mm-hmm. Panda, and is that your forum name? Panda Chicken Mama. Panda Chicken Mama. Okay, Kirby, did you get that? Panda Chicken Mama. Uh, because he was asking if that was your forum name. I so imagine he's going to send you some information uh, by uh, personal message on the forum. <coughs> Panda That'd Chicken Mama. And right. uh, uh and you give me a call tomorrow. I'll already uh, I'll uh, uh, scare up some names for you for the uh, for the radio show guest. If we don't get anybody, I'll be glad to do it with you. Uh, just uh, uh, I'll talk to you more about that tomorrow. If we uh, if we don't scare up anybody else, I'll be glad to uh, to sit there and listen while you tell your story, and then make myself available for uh, for any questions that you can't answer and. Uh, We'll get that taken care of. So, uh, so go ahead and uh, you can go ahead and set it up with your radio folks. Tell them you're ready to go with that. The other thing is, is uh, we're working right now on uh, with the promotions group. We're working on the press releases, and uh, anybody in the next couple of days will uh, we should be able to start releasing the press releases out. Uh, to the memberships. What that means is that you will just we'll give you copy. We'll give you stuff that's already written, all right? That way, like when you're talking about the newspapers uh earlier, Panda, you said you right. uh, had some PSAs you wanted to send them. That way if you if you guys want to do this and you don't have something written up like Panda did, uh you can just grab the copy that we'll give you, shoot that by email to your newspaper, and they'll either print it or they won't. But listen, uh, now, if you try and send it to the New York Times or something like that, they're, 
it'll probably go into uh, you know some bottomless pit. But that's not what you do. You go to your local papers. Your local papers are always hungry uh, for information. They're always looking for stories. They're always looking for copy. They've got to fill up that newspaper every single day. So they're always looking for copy. I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to guarantee they're going to print it. But I'm not going to tell you that they won't either because there's a good chance that they will. And the most that they will do is say, oh, sorry, we can't use it. All right? And the best thing that will happen is they'll, they'll run that uh, the PSA or the press release that you sent, and you'll get some folks in your area to come to an event. So that will be coming out in the next couple of days. Now, you don't have to wait for that. If you uh, If you want to write copy for your local paper, most of them, like I said, they're hungry for that. If you want to say, if you want to sit down and you want to write a story and you keep it short, sharp, and clear, uh, and you send it in to your local paper, uh, you can title it Appleseed, uh, what I did this last weekend, or Appleseed, uh, a way to save the nation, something like that, and uh, and then you write a short, sharp story about how you spent your weekend, there's a very, very good chance that they are going to publish it because they are always looking for news. Like I said, don't pick the uh, uh, the 1 million or the 500,000 uh, papers right at first. Pick some of the smaller ones. There's plenty of newspapers. Everywhere you go, there's a town that has a small newspaper. If you're Even if you're in the middle of a city, They'll have other uh, uh, periodicals in that within that city that you can submit articles to that they'll take, or you can send in the press releases and see if they won't take that. All right. Uh, did you have anything else? Uh, any other bits of information that you can put out? Because you've been you've done a great job so far. Panda. Well, uh, I want to remind people: don't forget about letters to the editor. The most papers usually have a a little section about letters to the editor, which is different than the cover story. Letters to the editor can be about something that's coming up, just an opinion you have, and keep on writing into the papers. Um, If you don't have a home subscription, most newspapers are online, so you can get to them that way and don't have to worry about it coming to your house and so forth, but just just keep on getting the word out. Keep on passing out the information. I, you know, it was it was somebody telling me about it. Um, That's what I meant to ask. Before we go any further, before my my mind forgets what I was going to ask you before, uh, hold that thought for just a second and answer this question for me. Mm-hmm. How did you uh, end up hearing about Appleseed? And then on top of that, what made you flip the switch to go? Because those are usually a lot of times two different things. So how did you hear about Appleseed first? Um, I heard about it through an email from a, a friend of a friend. Okay. So and, basically yeah. word of mouth, because that's that's what that is. It wasn't a, a news flash somewhere or anything else. Uh, a friend sent an email to somebody else, and you read it. So that's word of mouth. And uh, once you heard it, what caused you to attend? Um, it was something that I'd always wanted to do, and when that first one, when it came to me, my husband was sick right then, and he could not come with us. 
but I took the kids anyway. Right. Because I knew he he wasn't going to be around long <clears throat> enough to to be able to teach us. So this was something that I knew the kids would be interested in, and I was certainly interested in. But I had no one else. My my brother, my brother in laws, um, either just don't live close or don't have the the time and energy to to teach us. And and besides that, I don't know if if they have good um, habits that we want to pick up on. I want to be able to to make sure that my kids understand, you know, from A to Z what you do. Right. Better learn it right the first time because it's hard to go back and unlearn uh, bad habits. So you you did a good job there. Thank you. Yes. I, I... I couldn't have done it, though, without all of you all sacrificing your time and energy for that. Right. It, and uh, you know, it's, it's just something that there, there are people out there that want this, that, that desire it, but they don't know where to go get it. And unless we get the word out to them, they're not going to know, and we've we've got to promote this and and word of mouth. You know, each one reach one, each one teach one. Um, right. That that's what we've got to do. Okay, so you heard about it by word of mouth, and then mm-hmm. flipping the switch was because it was something that uh, you wanted the uh, you wanted your children to learn, and you wanted them to learn it correctly. Right. We had guns in the house. What was I going to do when I had no one to teach us how to right. safely handle those things? Right, and I'm sorry to hear about uh, your husband's passing. Uh, Thank you. May God watch over and keep you close to his heart. And, and He's done uh, that. He's done that, let me assure you. And... and um, it's just really remarkable, you know, that that he brings about all the people that we need. And look at how many people actually fought in the, in the Revolutionary War. You know, I, I believe that, that this country can get turned around with the backbone like our forefathers had. And we right. just and have to stand I'm... up. I'm going to add something in there real quick, and that's uh, that Panda's story. Uh, She has has her own personal reasons that she did what she did. uh, But I want to tell you that that I come across this quite often, and that is, uh, and for some reason in today's society, and I'm not speaking about uh, your situation, Panda. I'm just talking about uh, that... uh, I've probably met a dozen different women uh, over the course of the last uh, couple of years who have shown up at events, and we started. We've been talking for one reason or another, and and they would mention something about uh, their husband. And I'd say, "Oh, I said, well, your husband couldn't make it this weekend with you." And, and I've had women uh, at least five or six times tell me, "You know what? He doesn't want to go." He doesn't care anything about learning how to shoot. And I suppose 
that if somebody's going to have to defend our house, I guess it's going to be me. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, I just started cracking up because I thought, you know, God bless them because, uh, because uh, I don't know, for some reason, and like I said, I'm not talking about your situation. It was different, but in today's, uh, in today's society, and I'm sure it's no different than it ever has been, but uh, there are a lot of guys who are either too busy or some guys just don't care about shooting. And not only that, but they have, uh, they're not fulfilling their obligation to their family to ensure that their family has all the tools they need for as many situations as possible to ensure their safety. And they don't, uh, they don't come or they don't care about teaching their family members and uh, I'll have uh, I'll have the mothers uh, or the, the wives come out and learn and then I'll have the mothers uh, bringing all their kids out to learn and uh, and I talk to them and I say well you know they'll mention something about their husband I said well he couldn't make it and they said no he just he just doesn't care and I want my kids to know how to safely handle a firearm and that's one of the things that we do we don't just teach people to shoot and tell them history stories, all right? We also have a very comprehensive safety program that we teach to everybody. And after two days of doing it, after two days of this being the safety being drummed into your head, it's something that sticks with you, and it will stick with your kids so that uh, you at least have the peace of mind of knowing that your kids have been taught if they walk into a room and there's a firearm in there, then they understand uh, the safe way to handle it if they need to handle it, and they understand when somebody is handling it unsafely. They walk into a room and somebody's jacking around with a firearm, they understand that that is an unsafe situation. And uh, and usually we tell them what to do, which is get an adult or, you know, leave the room. And that's... uh, that is one of the, the hidden bonuses of attending an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. And I don't think that a lot of folks, a lot of folks think that, uh, I'm not going to get in a 2 a discussion here, uh, but a lot of folks think that uh, the guns are the problem. And the guns are just uh, they're no different than any other tool. They're probably a lot more deadly than some. Although I'll tell you, if you've ever seen anybody worked over with a machete or a hatchet, and you'll uh, you may you may redirect your uh, your ideas about this, but <clears throat> your family needs to understand how to use a firearm. Uh, for whatever reasons, it's a tool like any other. If you want to make sure that your kids understand, uh, I mean, if you if you had the ability or you had a place that was teaching uh, kids how to do uh, CPR or how to use a fire extinguisher, would you say, no, I don't want to do that because fire extinguishers are uh, connected to fires and uh, I just will have nothing to do with that? No, well, the answer is no. You'd say, well, certainly I want to give my children uh, the best information I can on how to use all of the tools available to them and use those tools correctly. And that's what we do. And uh, And that's what they're going to learn at a, uh, an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event is how to safely and correctly uh, use a rifle. How old are your kids, Panda? Uh, 12 and 16. 
the boys or girls or both? 16-year-old girl and 12-year-old boy. Okay. And uh, out of the three of you guys, who was the best shot uh, for the weekend, the first weekend? Mm. Well, my daughter and I were pretty close, but now she far outpasses me. All right. Uh, it's uh, it's Western Day tomorrow, and I have all the I have my five daughters uh, lining up to ask me questions while I'm on the radio show. I guess they just figure I'll just stop and just answer the questions. Uh, usually we have uh, usually the experience that uh, most of the instructors will tell you that they have is that <clears throat> that women will normally women without experience and men without experience certainly. Or, or men with experience, the women will end up shooting better than the men usually because the men already have it in their heads, well, I've done this. I'm a man. I've done this. I know how to do this. Uh, I don't really need to listen that much because I know how to do this. And the women say, you know what? I really don't have a clue about what I'm doing, so I better listen. I'm gonna, Just for the heck of it, I'm going to listen. I'm going to follow the instructions. And when they do, uh, without fail, they end up shooting better than the men. Uh, I wish I could somehow get the men to accept that uh, this isn't the the instruction and the shooting after the instruction have nothing to do with uh, with them being a man or anything else. It's just uh, a chance for them to learn and get them to listen to the instruction because that's what the women do, and the women end up shooting uh, uh, better than the guys on most occasions. Uh, have you asked any of you – you said you're a homeschooler. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you t- talked about this to your? Uh, I'm assuming that you have fellow homeschooling buddies, because my experience with homeschooling when we first started, we were homeschooling, is that uh, you very quickly you, you very quickly end up not doing it on just on your own, but you at least make uh, connections with other homeschoolers and find out what they're doing, and you get uh, connected with homeschooler groups and stuff like that. Have you invited any of your homeschooler friends to uh, attend an event? Oh, yes, most certainly. I uh, posted it to uh, several of our homeschool um, email groups and uh, had gotten several people that uh, were interested in it. And um, uh, we also brought uh, some of the people that are in our homeschool 4-H club, including the county um, uh, shooting sports uh, instructor. So it, it was really nice to be able to um, bring all those people that we were familiar with to to an so, event. Great. So how many people did you have at the event that you were connected to? Um, another mom brought her three kids and the 4-H shooting instructor. Um, so that was three, four other people besides our family of three. Right, and I want, I'm i getting you to repeat this, not for me, although I, I'm kind of hard, of, I've got apple seed ears. The reason I'm getting you to repeat it is because I want the people listening to hear it. And uh, <clears throat> it's because we get a great return or, on our investment from homeschoolers. We've got a group now that's working on that Kirby. As a matter of fact, the guy that's going to send the the information uh, is has been doing a great deal of our homeschooling uh, work by himself by running the the program to connect with the homeschoolers, but the homeschooling folks uh, usually have a great turnout because 
well, right off the bat, it's not just going to be one person, right? Because nobody homeschools their self. They're homeschooling their kids. So they're going to bring their selves and their kids. And then normally, because they're hooked up into another group, like you are, Pina, they're going to reach out and get another group to attend them so that it fulfills uh, several of the other requirements, and, and not the least of which is one to allow your kids to socialize with other kids, uh, you know, the same age. So they're getting out into the into the uh, into the public, into the open air. They're learning a new skill. Uh, they're hearing about history, and they're getting to spend some time uh, with their peers, with other homeschool kids. So most of the homeschoolers uh, react in this way whenever you invite them to an apple tea. So. Listen, so you guys uh, out there doing the promotions, put this at the top of your list for uh, for groups to invite. And uh, from dealing with uh, uh, with, home, with promotions in homeschool is that there there's not just one uh, forum or website, etc., for homeschoolers. There's tons in every city, in every county, in every state. There's tons of way uh, to get. Uh, into contact with the folks. And if any of you guys need, any of you guys folks listening, need uh, some additional help with who to contact in your area, contact uh, Kirby uh, on the forum because uh, his uh, forum name is Scuzzy, a.k.a. also known as Kirby. And uh, Scuzzy is from a computer software uh, program. He doesn't, uh, he's not an unbathed, unwashed uh, uh, lout. He's a, He's a very skilled technician and an instructor with the Texas program. And he can put you in touch with the uh, homeschooling folks in your area. He can give you all of the information, the emails, et cetera, so that you can contact the homeschoolers in your area. Now, if you can do this and you can put uh, another six to 12 folks on your line, why wouldn't you do that? All right? Why wouldn't you do that? And uh, I'm asking you, to please do that. For the folks that are listening to this uh, now tonight and the folks that are listening to it in archives later, uh, grab a hold of the idea of contacting your local homeschool groups and uh, getting it posted on one of the forums there or getting a list of the emails directly uh, from Scuzzy on the forum. He'll be glad to give you the information, more than glad, because he has spent uh, months uh, getting it uh, and uh, and finding the information, all right? So he'd love to be able to do something with that. So you contact him in the forum, and he'll give you the information. <clears throat> uh, all right. Uh, anything else you have for us, Fanda? No, I just want to have everybody just get out there and, and get the word out and, and start, you know, go into the offices at the, at the uh um, local newspaper and introduce yourself and maybe take a brochure and invite some of the reporters to come out to the events so that they can write your story, they can take the pictures, and they can have that experience and maybe bring their own family the next time. And do the same at the radio stations. Call up the your local radio station, you, um, talk radio especially, and let them know um, that you've got this shooting the the event coming along and you want to let more people know about it that's right i'm going to get ready to uh to go through that in just a second on how they can actually uh 
how they can actually go about uh, finding some of those things. Well, Panda, uh, all right, you're going to call me tomorrow, and uh, Kirby is going to send you a PM tomorrow. So, listen, you you may have really stepped in it here by uh, by calling in and, and putting your name out front because now you're going to get uh, you're actually going to get some help, and uh, we're going to get some help from you. So we sure appreciate that, and we certainly appreciate the time that you've taken as a parent, uh, not only to ensure that your children have uh, a valuable education that you brought to them, and uh, you did it without uh, uh, without exposing them to uh, uh, three or four hundred curse words a day, etc., and uh, and then bringing them to an Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship event. So they can learn to safely and correctly handle a firearm, and now it's going to be part of their lifelong. Uh, it's going to be inside them for the rest of their life. So that's a. It's a very, very important, a very valuable uh, bit of information that uh, well, you're I, I, gracious to give your kids. I couldn't have done it without all of you out there, because if you all didn't have it. We could not have gone. Uh, well, uh, well, thank you. And uh, and what I'm hoping is that uh, in the very near future, uh, that it won't be you won't be saying them, but you'll be saying us, right? That uh, that well, we my will. Da- uh, my, my daughter wants to shoot her her. Uh, uh, rifleman. She wants to get her patch, and uh, I, I don't know whether she's got her sights on a, a red hat or not, but uh, she might be able to be talked into it. All right. Well, listen. But even besides, uh, you know, there we got some other hats. We got some other hats besides uh, red hats. We've got uh, blue hats, and uh, you don't have to uh, you don't have to shoot anything to get a blue hat. All you got to do is say, you know what. I think that I feel that this program is a valuable program, and and I'm going to plug myself in and help where I can. And uh, the next thing that will happen is somebody will be handing you a blue hat, and uh, and you will be a part of the Appleseed staff. So if you can think about that, you don't have to give me an answer now, but if you guys can think about that, then uh, that might be something that uh, that is in your future. I'll think about it. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Panda, thanks for calling in. And listen, uh, call in. uh, I'll be talking to you uh, tomorrow, but call in again uh, uh, at any of the future radio shows to give us an update on uh, on how the radio shows and everything else is going. Yeah, if I hadn't gotten an email just this evening, um, after your show had started, I wouldn't have known about it. But this is what I was doing today was I was searching for who to contact for a radio interview and then got this email about your radio show tonight. And so that's why I had to call in. Right. And uh, and for folks that are getting their emails, reminders late, uh, I apologize for that. I don't uh, – you know, I keep griping about the blog talk system, and I imagine uh, at some point I'll get so uh, upset with it that I will that – Find something else, like I've been uh, threatening to do, and do that. But uh, the well, blog talk I, system is, uh, is I, I think what it is, is just being overused now. 
because uh, I tried to send the emails out uh, uh, like I usually do. I try and get them. I try and time the emails so that they'll arrive right around five o'clock, so that when people are getting home, it'll be one of the most uh, recent emails in their box so that they can see it. Uh, well, uh, seeing as how I didn't sign up for the forum until this evening, <clears throat> probably after five o'clock. I, w- I was very surprised and, and pleased to even get it in in my uh, inbox as fast as I could. Oh yeah, well that well that'll explain some of it there. But but I'm watching. I I watch the uh, the emails as they go out because I have to send out about twelve thousand a week. Uh, ah. And uh, and they were being. Uh, it wasn't going uh, unautomated tonight. I was having to. To almost like crank them out, like with uh, making butter. Not only that, but the uh, the show did not want to let me uh, post it until the last second. It kept telling me that uh, that I couldn't do it, and uh, and I just kept trying over and over and over, and I kind of like snuck it in uh, through the back door by making it a little tiny show at first, and I guess they they let that one in, and then I just edited it into a bigger show. Uh, Anyway, if you'll call in uh, in, the, in the, the near future and let us know how things are going, how they're progressing uh, with your uh, any of the stuff that you're doing with the newspapers or the radio or TV, and then I'll talk to you tomorrow, and we'll uh, get the radio, the local radio interview set up. And, uh, and then once that's done, we'll have you back on the show to give your take on how it went. Sounds fine. All right. Thank you, Panda. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. Uh, all right, if uh, any of you, the rest of you guys that have any, uh, that have any questions, any comments you'd like to make, or if you'd like to uh, uh, to tell us about your uh, current promotions program, we'd love to hear about it. You can call us uh, at 347-308-8790. All right, now a little bit earlier in the show, uh, here on the, uh, I don't think I can get, I can, don't think I can go that far back to it on here. Uh, but if the uh, call screener, if the co-host, if you can post or repost the uh, radio station locator for the folks that are in chat, and then I'll read it out over the line to the folks. And then what we'll also do is we'll post another thread. There's one on the forum, but it's in the archive section because it's way back from. Uh, uh, way back at the beginning of the radio show, back in 2008, uh, when I first started posting how to get on the radio. And, uh, and of course, one of the things that I did was I said, you know what, I'm tired of, uh, of begging folks to get on the radio show, and then once you get on and you do an interview sometimes on some of these shows, especially the bigger radio stations, that uh, they 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 sometimes hurry you up and speed you along and stuff like that. And I, I just, I always felt like uh, I wasn't getting to say the things that I wanted to. And I said, that's it. I'm done with the given radio interviews and I'm going to start my own radio show so I can talk about it the way I want to talk about it. And so that's, uh, that's partly the reason that this show came about. But here's what you can do. <clears throat> if you uh, get on your computer and you get to pull up your search engine, and you look at www.radio-locator.com, all right? 
and uh, you can even shorten that. You can get uh, uh, put in the search window radiolocator.com, and it w- it'll pull that up. Now, what that will do, it'll take you to a site where uh, uh, where you can uh, access another search engine. That search engine is one that deals with radio stations. And uh, let me jump in here real quick. Brother Com, Brother C O M. No, the call doesn't have to be about seven stepping. You call in and uh, and uh, follow the the pre-recorded instructions, and then talk to the the screener, tell them what you want to talk about, and then uh, we'll get you on the air in just a minute. And that's three four seven three zero eight eight seven nine zero. All right. So you call up, the, you uh, get the uh, search engine to pull up the radio locator. On the radio locator, you'll put in your uh, the information they ask, and it could be, I, I think it's uh, like either city or zip code, et cetera. You put that in, and what it will do is it will go through all of the uh, all of the radio stations, and it will pull up all the radio stations in the format that you asked for. And so if you want to find a talk radio station, what's one of the best uh, stations to look at for you to get on the air? And you put in talk radio. And uh, it'll pull up all of the talk radio stations. Now, you look at the talk radio stations that are on there. Now, if this is local to you, what you should be doing, what you should be starting out on at first, if it's local to you, then you should have some kind of familiarity with local talk radio, right? I'm just guessing at this because if you're an apple seeder, uh, it's a good chance that you're listening to talk radio. And if you're listening to talk radio, you're probably going to be listening to it on a local station because it's going to be most relevant to you uh, to where you live. All right, you look at those stations and you pick out the ones that uh, that have the formats that are going to be the most easily usable for you. Uh, and that's going to be folks that have uh, formats that are constitutionally minded or uh, freedom and liberty, et cetera, something like that. All right. Then you have two options where you can go from here. You can even do both uh, because what I do is I do both. You can uh, – it the – Radio Station Locator will also give you the phone numbers and email for the station. Uh, you can send them a request, uh, either write one up yourself, a very simple request, or contact any of the folks, contact me here, and I'll turn you on to somebody that can write the copy for you. Email the station and say, look, uh, can I come on, and, uh, get, and will you give me 10 minutes to talk about the Appleseed Rifle Marksmanship Program, a nonprofit uh grassroots nationwide program of all volunteers dedicated to teaching the fundamentals of rifle marksmanship and American history. And uh, and if they say no, then it's no. If they say yes, then you're in. You're in, my friend. The other thing you can do, and it, once you get in, if you're good to go, fine. If you want some help, contact me. Uh, contact uh, 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 Tecris on the, uh, uh, on the forum. Uh, contact uh, True Tenacity on the forum. Uh, any of the folks will be glad to point you in the right direction. All right. <clears throat> the other way is going to be with uh, listening, listening to their show. I mean, if it's a show that you know about and you're listening to, take a, give it a listen. Listen to it for a couple of days and uh, see what they're talking about. And then you listen for a section where you can plug yourself in. They start talking about the Founding Fathers, well, that's right up our alley. If they're talking about freedom and liberty, that's right up our alley. If they're talking about uh, a shooting event, that's right up our alley, all right? 
And what you do is you call in, you talk to the call screener there, and you tell them that you want to uh, that you want to make a comment on what the guy on the radio was talking about. And then when he get when he gives you the okay, and he puts you in. You talk about that comment first, because if you just jump off the wire and start talking about Apple seed, they're probably going to bump you because they're going to think you're some kind of a, a, a spam caller or something. So first thing you do is real quickly talk about the comment that uh, you want to make, and then without any punctuation, you segue into Apple seed. Invite them to come to an Apple seed project uh, weekend. Uh, tell them that we uh, we discussed the events of April 19, 1775. Tell them we talk about the the vision that the founders had for our nation, and uh, and get the word out there. And one of the reasons that I push going by radio is because it's so fuel efficient. Uh, thousands of trees don't need to be cut down so that you can get one person to an event. You can make the call, and you can get on. If you pick a smaller station, a local station, there's a good chance you'll get out on in just a few minutes. Uh, it's That's the way it's worked for me almost every time I've called into local stations. Uh, I've called, the phone rings, they pick it up, what's your comment? I tell them the comment, they say, all right, hold on. Uh, they'll ask your name, and then they'll say, hold on. In a few minutes, the guy, and you may have to wait a while once you're on. So it's best to be on a landline or somewhere else. But uh, <coughs> the... Uh, uh, the host will call you, will uh, say your name, you get on, do what I said, uh, ask the question or make the comments related to what he's talking about first, then segue quickly into Appleseed, and that will get you on the air. All right, we've got another call real quick we're going to take. This is from uh, Brother Calm, who says he has a question. Brother Calm, welcome to the show. What's your question? Hey, guys, i got a little Appleseed dilemma here at our house that someone, either you or some listener, might be able to help us out with. What you got? Well, I've got uh, four children who shoot, and my wife shoots also, and I myself shoot. And uh, my 13-year-old son is usually my absolute sidekick, especially if firearms are involved, uh, just always right there. But his big sister, 24, came home from college, and we went to our local rifle range here to get ready for Saturday's uh, apple seed. And within two magazines, she was already shooting better than him. She hasn't shot in years. And then... Joshua's 17-year-old sister uh, also shoots better than him, so he's kind of, he kind of, this time we had Appleseed this, this Saturday in McLean, Illinois, he said, uh, I don't I don't think I want to shoot this time, uh, and really tried to encourage him to come, but he, he kind of, uh, he, won't, he won't admit it's because of sisters, but I really think it is, so what can I do to encourage him? Well, get back on them, you can get tell back him on this, them. you can tell him this right here, you can say, look, if you're worried about uh, if you're worried about your sisters shooting better than you, and you don't want to worry about this for the rest of your life, then put your little bit of embarrassment behind you and get to the apple seed. Yeah. Uh, because yeah. Uh, if you're if if that's going to stop him, then they're going to shoot better than him. Uh, then he's never going to catch up. If they go to the apple seed and he doesn't, yeah, uh, he's true. never going to catch up. So tell him that uh, he's not going there for a competition. We're not going to uh, make sure he understands. Appleseed is not a competitive match. We're not going to post the scores. We're not going to announce uh, uh, what people shot. Unless they shot to rifle and standards, then, yeah, then we're going to give him a patch. We're going to bring him out in front of the crowd, and we're going to give him a patch. Other than that, he doesn't have to worry about it, and he doesn't even have to uh, shoot beside them. 
We can put him on the other end of the line because most yeah, of the time, I, if uh, yeah. if you come with a family or something like that, normally, uh, unless there's some type of an issue, and since your kids are all older, there's not. Normally, we split the families up. All right, and that does two things. One, it keeps you from having to feel like that uh, you've got to watch over them and uh, and co- make corrections and stuff, which they feel. Uh, it's your duty to tell them they're not doing something right when they're not doing it, and it's their duty to respond to you, yes, I was. That's just a parent-kid relationship. So yeah, it relieves that, you of having to do that, and <clears throat> it allows the kids to be, and for many times, and I'm not saying this is with your kids, but it allows the children many times to experience their first interaction with other adults and be treated uh, as a young adult because uh, – that's how they're going to get treated. They're going to be treated as young adults. They're going to be asked to take instruction. And when they do, they're going to be uh, 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 committed on it. And if they're doing something wrong, we'll tell them in a uh, in a professional fashion. We'll try and correct it and get them on the right track. So they're going to have interaction with other with adults on a equal basis. And uh, and that's a lot of times. That's the first time that they that they have. That that has happened. Well, we're we're long time long time homeschoolers too, so they've got uh, adult interaction all the time. Uh, they do pretty good at that. It's just it, I think it's embarrassing for him, and uh, I don't know. I wasn't like that. I would I would say, Dad, let's go to the referees three times tomorrow. Uh, I got to get better than those girls. Right, and that's what I'm saying. You need to tell him that uh, you say, son, unless you want this to be uh, your fate for the rest of your life, because yeah. you let those girls get two apple seeds ahead of you, and, uh, and they may they may stay ahead of you for the next fifteen or twenty years. Unless you want this to be your fate, then you need to go through the apple seed and listen, and uh, you know put on your uh, your listening ears and your big boy pants, and uh, and let them get you squared away. And sure, certainly, and I've seen that plenty of times before. I've seen the ego thing come in. But yeah. the main thing you need to reinforce in him is that this isn't a competition. Uh, we're not going to uh, we're not going to be pointing at anybody and saying uh, you didn't do better than your sisters. We're not going to say you only made this score and they made this because we're not going to announce scores unless uh, somebody shoots yeah. to rifling standards. So he yeah. doesn't have to worry about that. Everybody on an apple seed line, nobody ever looks at the person beside them and tries to count their targets. It just it just never happens. Everybody sure. is always only concerned with how they're shooting, what they're doing, and uh, and that's the way that uh, things work out there. So he's not going to have to worry about anybody looking at his target or saying, "Hey, you didn't shoot better than your sister," uh, unless he's a good sport about it. And then all of the all of the instructors may do that to him all at once. But uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. you can tell him he doesn't have to worry if it's not a competition. So yeah, get, get him out he there. Knows that. He knows that. It's just uh, something he's got to get over, I think. Um, Plus, how old did you say he was? He's 13. Yeah, and it, it, this just it kind of blows me away, just that he okay, would well, want to not shoot. Just, well, then here's, nope. here's my other answer for you. He's 13, so he doesn't have any choice in the matter. You say, son, <laughs> I love you. Then you're yep. 13. I'm your dad. You're going to do it. Uh, so go. go get your stuff on, pack your bags. You're going to do it, and you're yeah, going to I, like it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to do that, but I didn't know if that would be a real good idea. 
to pressure him, especially if he if he did. You, you can you can because here's the reason. Yeah. Because yeah. Well, if you were if you were going to take him to some uh, match, and they were going to announce the scores and stuff like that, then yeah, then maybe that would uh, put a fly in his ointment. But you know, that's not where he's going to head up. And when he gets there, if whatever apprehensions he has, once he gets to the event and he starts shooting, he's going to see that it's not what he was worried that it was. He's going to uh, realize that, we, that nobody cares. Nobody's keeping track of the scores. All we're doing is looking to see how big a group he is and where it is on the target. That's all we're at. That's all we're looking for. What is the size of your group and where is your group? And uh, that's all we're going to do. We're going to teach you how to sight in your rifle correctly. We're going to teach you how to use your sling correctly. We're going to teach you how to get in the proper supported uh, positions. We're going to uh, teach you to execute the shot by the six steps. And we're going to show you how to uh, determine your natural point of aim, shift it on the target, and then we're going to teach you about inches, minutes, and clicks and how they pertain to your target and your rifle. And then, Right. And then during that, we're going to talk to you about the history of it. We're never going to ask you what your score is and keep track and turn it into a uh, a racing event, all right? So make sure he understands that. And uh, if he doesn't, then then tell him to call me, and uh, I will explain it to him. And then uh, at the end of that, if that still doesn't work, then you just pull your I'm the dad trump card. Yeah, well, I've I've already done that. I said I've already made up my mind. He's going next time, and he's shooting, so. Well, hey, thank you. That's that's uh that's good. That's what I need to hear. Well, thank you. And uh, did you say this is your first apple seed, also? Oh no, no. I've been to Josh, my thirteen-year-old son, and I. We went to a gun show in Bloomington, Illinois, this uh, this winter. And as soon as I shook the guy's hands, uh, they had the apple seed booth there. I said, "We are going to this." Uh, and it was probably two months before her first apple seed came, and then. Uh, I mean, I was on it. I was an Appleseed student from the moment I got home from that gun show. It was the gun show uh, in Bloomington, Illinois, where that guy got shot. Um, someone had a loaded weapon there. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Well, I remember hearing something yeah, about it, yeah. Yeah, anyway. So we were we were bit by the that Appleseed bug right that moment, and so we went to the first one. He did super well. He improved three to 400% from one Appleseed, his first Appleseed, and, he, and he's progressively getting better and better. Uh, just the girls are a little bit older. I think they're a little bit more steady. And uh, but but anyway, we we love. I've been to probably six or seven. I bring everybody I can. I'm a, I guess I'm an unofficial blue hat. Every time I go, I get to trifold nice uh, pamphlets by the hundreds and pass them out. I put them in the gun stores around here. Uh, when I'm at work, I'm giving them to people. Seven stepping. Well, that's fantastic. Uh, so which event are you going to be going to? Did uh, you guys already signed up for an event? Well, uh, the next one that's kind of near me is uh, October 3rd in Chillicothe, uh, Illinois. There's another kind of unsanctioned, unofficial um, one. We're having some problems here in Illinois um, with some things you probably know about. But um, Right. There's another right. Well, one. you know, they, this too will pass. This too yep, will pass. I'm, sure Just, uh, I'm totally sure of it. Yeah. Uh, because the the mission is bigger than any of our any of our squabbles. Well, listen, the English lady just told me there's 90 seconds. I want to thank you, uh, Brother Kilwin, sure, for uh, calling in. I want to thank Panda too, and uh, the rest yes. of you guys. Uh, I want to implore you. 
to use some of the techniques that I just spoke to you about uh, to to get another person to come to the event. Now, the next uh, show we should be doing, uh, I'm going to try and get it. Uh, it. It may end up being on Tuesday. If that's the only thing I can get because uh, Larry Pratt from Gun Owners of America had asked to come on the show. So I'm going to try and get him to come on, and it may be a Tuesday show if I can't get him to switch back to Thursday. Uh, but uh, in any event, we'll see you either this coming Tuesday or Thursday. God bless and keep you all. And uh, we'll see you uh, on the next radio show. Good night, everyone. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.